This episode is recorded at Rock Money Media in Covina, California. This episode is brought to you by Apish, premium cannabis brand. Follow them on Instagram at apish underscore OG. Website www.apish.com. Let's go ape shit. Let me give you some dating advice. Are you looking for a special place for a special person for a special date? Well, take them to Garden Bar and Grill located in La Habra and Pico Rivera. Good food, good service. Be there. Are you starting a new business, a new brand? entrepreneurship hit up snap express snap express has everything you need from stickers to t-shirts to hats you name it they got it you don't have an idea they got it follow my instagram snap express Welcome back. Welcome back. Kudos to my chick. Who's my chick? Dahlia Alicia. On the podcast last week, she did such an amazing job that it looks like I'm the bad guy on my own podcast. Even in my family group texts, everybody heard it. They're saying, I'm the bad guy. What's wrong with me? Two older brothers who's supposed to have my back defend me said I was in the wrong. And for me to grow up, who do you know? that has a guest come on their podcast and make themselves look bad. But it's not them making you look bad. It's yourself making yourself look bad. Last episode, we talked about, you know, what she was mad and disapproved of things that I do as far as liking inappropriate pictures on Instagram. And when I would vent to my friends and I plead my case, when I'm talking to myself in the mirror, I tell myself, I tell her, and whoever wants to listen to me vent and rant and to hear my side of the story, it will go something like this. It's not my fault. That my friends are pretty. It's not my fault. That my friends go to the gym. It's not my fault. My friends take care of their bodies. It's not my fault. My friends watch what they eat. It's not my fault. 
that they have good surgeries, etc., etc. It's not my fault. That's what I would tell you. That's what I would tell her. That's what I would tell myself looking in the mirror. It's not my fault. But it is. And sometimes we believe our own excuses. And we tell that excuse so many times to everybody. It's almost pre-rehearsed and you're so good at saying it. And you're so good at telling this story that you believe it yourself. I will tell everybody. My chick's cuckoo. Why are girls so insecure? But is it an insecure thing or a disrespect thing? It comes down to being a disrespect thing. I said it before. When you like and follow these girls wearing bathing suits, lingerie, you're subscribing in public back in the days. We subscribed to Playboy and Maxim magazines. It was between you and the mailman. But when you're liking these pictures on social media, when you're following these girls on social media, you're letting everybody know to what you subscribe to. It's not even a secret anymore. So is it a disrespecting or insecure thing? It is definitely a disrespecting. If you and your girl are walking on a sidewalk in a public street and a, a good-looking girl walks by you, you're gonna look. You're gonna you're gonna look. It's natural. She's gonna look as well because pretty girls notice other pretty girls. It's a thing. But there's a difference between looking and there's a difference between staring. Because when you stare, you're being disrespectful. When you're making an eye contact, you're being disrespectful. You wouldn't do that in public with your girl because it's embarrassing and it's disrespectful. So why would you do it on social media when everybody, not just her, but everybody else seeing you checking that girl? Because when you're liking these pictures, you're checking this girl out and you're letting everybody know so it's not an insecure thing it's a disrespectful thing it's disrespect and it's dishonoring your chick most of us will be will be in denial we're not gonna admit to this it is not on purpose because we want to think that we're not that guy it's understandable you don't want to be that guy you don't want to be that thirsty guy. You tell people, I'm not going to give those girls attention. That's pathetic. That's for thirsty. That's for thirsty fools. Desperate people. I'm not that guy. Our girls are cuckoo. They're just insecure. They're tripping. We all say that. I challenge you one I, I challenge you to do one thing. I challenge you to do one thing right now. Get on your phone. Get your phone out right now. Go on Instagram. Push the search button. The little magnifying glass thing. Push that button. 
You tell me what pops up. I'm not talking about recent searches. I'm talking about just push the search button and you tell me what pops up in those squares below. You tell me what profiles pop up. You tell me what photos are showing. You tell me what is on your screen right now. And if it's a bunch of girls in lingerie, in bathing suit, some stripper girls, then that is you. You're the thirsty one. You're the one giving these people attention. Because believe it or not, believe it or not, Instagram knows us more than we know ourselves. Instagram knows us better than we know ourselves. They pay attention to things that we pay attention to. They're paying attention to the pictures you're liking. They're paying attention to the girls you're following. They're paying attention to your search page. They're just paying attention. So if you go on your on your Instagram right now and you push the search button and all the girls are popping up, pop, 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 then that is you. You're the thirsty one. What is your page showing you? What is Instagram telling you who you are? What is Instagram telling you what you like? I'm pretty confident. If for some reason my phone died and I needed to get on Instagram to search a certain podcast, I need this information on this page and I'm with my chick. And I go, babe, can I use your phone real fast? I need to search this certain podcast. I need this information. She goes, okay, here's my phone. I grab her phone. I go on Instagram. I push the search button. I'm pretty confident that a bunch of buff guys with no shirts at the gym they are not going to pop up on her page. And if some reason they do, then me and my chick are going to have a conversation. I'm going to tell her, why are all these buff guys on your page with no shirts on? What are you doing on Instagram? What are you doing on Instagram? Because Instagram's saying that you like this stuff and these are the pages you're on and we're going to have this conversation. And most of you guys will have the same conversation with your chick. So what's on your phone? What's on your Instagram search? Instagram knows us better than we know ourselves. We could deny and deny and deny and pretend that we're not that guy. And maybe you're not. But what is Instagram saying who you are? I think my whole life, at least I tell myself that I wanted love. I want that love. I want what my parents got. And that's what I say. And that's what I preach out loud. But this whole time, my whole life, I'm going after. Do I want love? Yes. But what am I going after? I always went after lust. A lot of us are lacking these pictures out of lust. Lust, lust, lust. 
Some of us are in love. We're married. You're married. But you still want that lust. And you'll ruin love to get that lust. And lust is an addiction. Sex is an addiction. And you're like any other addiction, you're never going to be satisfied. You're always going to chase lust. Always. And there's a huge difference. And some of us, some of you guys will never know the difference between having sex and making love. I've been there. I have friends my age and even older than me. You know, they're still going to clubs. They're still doing the same thing. You know, they're standing on couches. They're popping bottles. And their main, their main thing for the night, their main goal is to get a girl, take him back home, have sex. Next day, next weekend, start all over. Start all over. It's just, a re it's just repeat after repeat after repeat. And they're never satisfied. But we all want to think that we're not that guy. We want to think that that's not us. David in the Bible, he thought he wasn't that guy. This guy had everything. Kingdom, eight wife. This guy had everything. One day he was walking on the rooftop. He sees this beautiful girl bathing. And he sees this girl and he, and he sees her with lust. She's a beautiful girl. He ends up being with her. And it's, it's a story. You can read it yourself. But he pretty much gets her pregnant. He gets this girl's pregnant. Um, I, I don't think she wanted to be with him like that. Some say he might have raped her. We will never know. But she was married. This girl was married and he still wanted to be with her. So he had that girl's husband killed. But Sheba's husband was killed. David had him killed. So he could be with her because he was more in lust, not even love. It was more of a lust thing. You call it a love story if you want. For me, it was a lust that David had with her. He seen her naked and he, and, and he wanted it. But he always thought that he wasn't that guy. He's not that selfish dude. He's King David. He's a hero. He's not that guy. He has no flaws. He's definitely not a thirsty guy. But yet he beats with this girl who's married and has her husband killed so he could be with her. This whole time, David thinks he's not in the wrong. He's in denial, denial, denial. Until one day, God sends Nathan to talk to David. And Nathan tells David a little story about two men in the same city. One man is very wealthy and rich and who has flocks and flocks of animals. The other man is very poor and all he has is one little lamb. This poor man had one little lamb. And he used his lamb to eat his morsel and to drink from his cup in his arms. That's all he had. Now, th this poor man loved this. 
loved this little um lamb so much that he almost treated this lamb like his own daughter. That's how much he loved this lamb. And that's all he had. Now, one day a traveler, a traveling man came to visit the rich man. And when somebody visits you, you got to be a good host. You got to feed them. But the rich man was so greedy, he didn't want to get anything from his own flock. So he went and took that poor man's one little lamb. He took that lamb from him, even though that's all he had. A greedy man. When David was hearing this story that Nathan was telling him, David was getting so angry. Just like some of you guys are right now. Some of you getting angry because I'm talking like this and you're saying, oh, this guy's a hater. What does he know? That's not me. So Nathan's telling David this story and David's getting furious. He goes, who is this man? Who is this man? I want to kill him. This man needs to die for what he has done. Because David knows better, but yet David doesn't do better. He's angry. He goes, this guy needs to die. And he asks Nathan, who is this man? Nathan looks at David and he goes, that man is you. That man is you. And I get it. You could be listening to this and say, this guy don't know what he's talking about. And you're mad at me and you're thinking I'm some kind of cop blocker and you want to take my man card away from me and you're just angry and you're angry but if you're angry, you're angry for a reason. You're probably angry more at yourself. Know better and do better. I'm not trying to start fights in any relationships out there. I'm not trying to point fingers at anybody. I'm just saying, let's take accountability for our actions. And to summarize that story, David got that girl pregnant and God killed that baby. She got pregnant, God killed the baby. That was David's punishment. I chased lust my whole life. I played the victim my whole life. Any girl that I dated, I played the victim. I'm very good at talking and I looked like the hero, like I'm the victim and they're the bad person. They're the bad guy. I never really took accountability till now. And by far, I'm not going to ever be perfect. I'm not going to be perfect. Nobody in the Bible is even perfect besides Jesus. Obviously, David, we just said his story. He was far from perfect. But we could learn from people's mistakes. You could learn from my mistakes. And I'm still going to continue to make mistakes. That's not going to change. And I know I'm going to get DMs from people on comments. Oh, I thought you're, you know, you're this Christian guy and you're, you're saying these stories and you're saying this and you're saying that. But look at you. But I'm not trying to point fingers. I'm pointing fingers at myself. This is about me. And if you can learn anything from my mistakes, go right ahead and use me. Use this podcast. I'll never come on here and brag and tell you what an amazing perfect I am the perfect boyfriend the guy who doesn't mess up 
I would never say how perfect I am. I'm far from it. And I'm going to keep messing up and I'm going to keep sinning because I'm human being and I have flaws and I mess up. And if you're going to learn anything, learn from things that I've done and don't do things that I do. But just because I'm like that doesn't mean I can't brag how amazing and perfect God is. That's a problem in the Christian world. Like a, a, a pastor will mess up. Carl Lentz, you know, he cheated on his wife. So now he's not preaching. But I think Carl Lentz has the gift to brag about God. He's not bragging about himself, but he can still brag about God. So for him to leave the church and not even preach anymore, it just, it's sad and disappointing. Because these other Christians are just saying, look at you. You're messing up. You're messing up. Instead of him just saying, you know what? Learn from my mistakes. I'm human. But God's not human and God is perfect. And no matter how much he messes up or how much I mess up or how much you mess up, God could still clean it up for us. But we got to take accountability before anything. And once you accept accountability and you stop making excuses, it gets easier. It's almost like freedom. But I had a mess up. I had a mess up. I messed up. I messed up. I messed up. Because then now I could appreciate when God cleans it up for me. Sometimes I tell myself. I go, imagine if I had this podcast when I was younger. If I had this, these, these finances when I was younger. If I had this cool apartment, it would have been the best bachelor apartment there is. And I dated girls. And I said, like, it was always the right girl, the wrong time. But God's timing is never wrong. He knew I couldn't handle a cool podcast back in the days. He knew I couldn't handle that apartment back in the days. He knew I couldn't have this financial freedom back in the days. He knew I couldn't handle a good girl, a right girl back in the days. I would have ruined it. I would have ruined everything. God said, no, Rocky. No, it's my time. You're going to wait for me. I got you. By that time, you were immature. You couldn't handle this. But now, as a man, as a Christian man, you can handle it. You can be a man. You can be a good boyfriend. You can be a good father. You can be a good son, a good brother, a good uncle. God has blessed me more than I deserve. And I thank you, God. I thank you for that. I pray for you guys to not be mad at God, to understand his timing, for pray for God's guidance. Don't do it on your own. You're not on your own. Your marriage, you can still save it. Your relationship, you can still save it. 
you're in financial funk, God could save you. He could bless you. You have to ask for God's help. And sometimes when he doesn't help you, he's actually helping you out. If I would have prayed for a wife back in the days, I would have been divorced by now. Episode 152. Thank you for listening.